Hi there! I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Twagust, day 21, episode 21. And I am coming in with some weird energy, some great energy. I just showed my roommate, Waldo, everything, everywhere, all at once. And my gosh, we cried, we laughed. His mouth was just jaw open, just flapping down, going, oh my God, throughout the entire thing. He was not expecting it. We didn't tell him anything, didn't tell him it was the best queer drama that's come out in a long time. And now A League of Their Own is coming in and like playing with it right there too. So it's like, we're getting attacked from like all angles politically, but oh my God, we are getting some good queer cinema, at least in this time, as one fucking thing to hold on to. <sighs> Now let's go focus on some heterosexuals playing baseball because I, as I said last time, we're starting with that baseball scene again. We're technically covering one hour and 20 minutes to one hour and 24 minutes, but we are going to start at an hour and 19 because we're starting at the beginning of the glorious baseball scene that we saw last night. It is the moment that Forrest in the recap, he told me that was the scene that uh, he was waiting for me to come across because he didn't think that I'd hit it yet. And I'm so glad he did not let on. I realized after it came up, I knew there was something about a baseball game that people talked about, but I was not ready for it. Uh, I, we're gonna watch it again. Uh, again, if you are not watching along uh, with these that they play, like I'm assuming most of you aren't, uh, at least with this one, go ahead and watch that baseball clip because it's beautiful. And we're going to start with a 3 2 1 boop. 119. 3 2 1 boop. Waterfall. Gorgeous waterfalling. Thunder in the air. And I noticed it on a. On the, I rewatched the scene once uh, this afternoon because I just had to. And I realized that they said they play when there's thunderstorming because it has to hide the sound of them hitting the ball with the bat because they hit that hard. It's so funny. A homemade baseball diamond with lanes dug in, I'm assuming because they run around it so often they'd have tried it down. Not Parker Posey is at bat and not, um, oh gosh, what's her name? The one who plays Rogue and X-Men, Anna Paquin, is at bat. And then the mom is not Andy McDowell. All of these people are like knockoffs of other celebrities. That's the thing that I was also trying to figure out this last time through. And it's very fast. Yeah, he is. Oh my word. The angles is so... Oh my god. And I saw this scene with Bella and her being the Empire... And her calling it out, and then not Anna Paquin gets so, like, upset about it, and then it's like, but upset to the point of her mind thinking, it's like, I'm gonna suck your blood out of you, but, you know, not. Oh. I'm, I'm just in love with this scene. I haven't even broken down the music that's played. That's an entirely 
different moment that's going to happen. And then they crash into each other, and then they fall down, and they laugh. Oh, how silly. We almost got it. Oh, my. And, oh, my gosh. She's giving signs. And I just realized none of them are wearing... None of them are wearing gloves. Oh, my fucking God. They're just catching this with their hands. How did I not absorb that last time? Oh, my word. You can't call your boyfriend your monkey, man. That's a terrible nickname. And then this is where we were last time. We've passed, uh, passed a minute 21 because she says stop. And the bad vampires are here. Bad pyres. No, that's not a very good portmanteau. Oh, you can tell that they're bad because they're getting slow-mo walk that has more beautiful butt rock associated with it. Get your hair down? What does that even mean, get your hair down? Is that just to cover her neck? That is like, oh, your hair is going to cover the smell of the fact that you have blood? I'm really confused. I shouldn't have brought you here. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have brought a human with you among vampires in general. Oh, what a beautiful snafu. And again, vampires love showing off their bare chests. They love the fact that they've worked toward that six-pack. And you know what? More power to them. Oh, he caught the ball. Tee-hee-hee. Muran, Victoria, and James. Okay. Why are we making introductions? What's going on? Oh, the hunting activities. We're bringing it up. I love this weird standoff. Okay, we got a minute left. Eye contact. Again, what has been a theme? Eye contact. We're just making eyes. She looks like she's not, but it's, again, it's a not Natasha Leone. All of these are not, and they're not Chris Hemsworth. That's a game three versus six or whatever. This is the most absurd use of baseball language as a threat. That's the beautiful stretch of baseball metaphors if I've ever seen one. Oh my word, more eye contact. So much eye contact, just faces, faces, faces. Her hair's blowing. Oh, he smells it. And guess what? We're at a minute 24. We're going to end with I brought a snack and I just paused with. <laughs> I paused at the perfect point. I have Edward Cullen's face making the funniest snarl. I'm going to post this on my Twitter at Miss Missy Info. That's Missy with an I. Because. Oh my god, in the ever-loving quest for Bobby Pats, this is just... Oh my god, this is so funny. I've... Oh, 
I'm, I think I'm just in such a weird, funny mood after crying so hard from the other film beforehand and then watching this scene. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, I knew last night I was on a turning point with this film and how stupid it is. But my God, this is truly, truly peaking. This baseball, I know now why it's been brought up and this whole journey has been worth it for the feel of this baseball scene to organically happen. Oh my word. Well, tomorrow we are going to almost hit the three-fourth mark. We're going to get to 128. But tonight, I got to go to bed. I was already yawning earlier. I'm surprised I didn't yawn through the middle of this. Oh, take care of yourselves. Good night. Love you all. Hi there. I miss the information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Da-da-da-da-da. Da 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 It's vampires Ba da versus vampires Ba da on to August this evening We are at a West Side story-esque fight here. It is like the Montagues and the Capulets. It is like the Sharks and the Jets or Giants, whichever one are playing at the stadium that day. My word, these vampires look like they are going to face off. So we're going to face off with them. We are going to start at an hour and 24 minutes and go all the way to an hour and 28 minutes just again. Ooh, we're just not quite over the finish line. Or she's not the finish line, but the checkpoint we're three-fourths of the way done. We're almost there. We're almost there. I'm so excited. And then that means, oh boy, we get a recap. And that recap will be with a very special guest to be announced. I don't like announcing until I know the recording is like 100% confirmed because I'm nervous about them canceling, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, let's get back to this. Hour 24. On the three, two, one, boop. Three, two, one, boop. Oh, and the snarl. They're snarling against each other. And the bad vampires that like to kill humans are facing off against the okay vampires that just kill animals. But are killing the animals in the territory of the wolves, which are also the indigenous people of the area. So it's all very much like... Who has the right? And does might make right? Oh man, I don't even get like an actual fight. They just walk away. I mean, actually fine. Because these people aren't worth like fighting with. This. These teens would get their asses beat so hard. I guess, but there are more of them. Okay. Wow, she, yeah, I mean, that's the proper reaction, Bella. She is not 
okay with being pushed in this scenario. And yet, and yet, we're one minute in. Now we're on Jurassic Park, taking the Jeep through the jungle, trying to escape the creatures that got out of the electric fence. He just, he just wanted to be the most exciting game ever, and now it will never stop. Profound. Oh gosh, they're gonna flee to Canada. They're wow, they're just gonna trace the scent. This is so wild. Oh, she's concerned about her dad. That's very appropriate. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is escalating now. The vampires are running. And now they're home. Okay, first breakup relationship moment. Happens at minute 126, halfway through our time. And they got to bail now. Boom. Okay. And he's already up there, of course, because he just, like, zoomed through. Oh, I guess that was the whole point. Oh, wait, no, it was a fake breakup. Oh, girl. I can't hurt him, and yet you're, like, lying to him. That's a good dad to ask, did he hurt you right away? Like I said, I they have a really healthy relationship. No, you didn't. White lie. Little white lies. Great spider webs. And then when you... Oh, what a web we weave. When first you practiced kissing with a vampire. Oh, my gosh. Oh, of course, pale, creepy, long hair one is here. He looks so familiar, but I don't know what that actress or actor is. Wow, we got a minute left. I, I'm slightly annoyed at the score because it's that sad piano music that's, like, telegraphing to me. Oh, this is the sad part. I mean, watching, oh, I'd have the cobbler at a diner every night. God, this is heartbreaking for him. Oh, I wonder what happens to him long term. I hope he doesn't get fucked up. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he will because, like, ugh, narratively, something's got to happen to escalate it. These things, this is very strange. I'm noticing the timing is fairly much on the beats of every four minutes. I don't know if that's just coincidental or if that was done on purpose and, like, the average scene of a film actually lasts four minutes. This not, okay. This is, again, not the things I should be thinking after they just, like, faked a breakup in order to escape to somewhere, possibly Canada together, after some bad vampires came in and, uh, you know wanted to eat her because she's a human and that's what vampires want to do wow okay deep breath it just again it's so interesting how many excuses she makes to be with him she re it, this is really the story of uh blank check 
coined this term on their Simple Plan episode, which is a don't do it film. I believe it was David Sims who said it. This is very much a don't do it film. It is uh, so many different times. I am just watching a character making choices that they shouldn't be. And all you can do is look at the screen and just say, don't do it. Just don't do it. And you don't have the power to stop it. And that's a kind of horror that I, I guess I can handle, but also... It does, like, break me a bit. Because I just want what's best for her, like her dad. But she's going to make her own choices. Well, I'm going to end there because Bonsai, one of our cats, wants through to the other room. And I don't want his meow meow meows on the back of the track while I do this to sound like I'm being an abusive cat daddy. I'll be right there, buddy. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to cross that threshold into the last fourth of the film. Thanks for listening. And take care. I'll be bonsai. I'm going to be right there, buddy. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Day 23, episode 23, and I am looking at Mr. Swan, arms crossed, staring at me from inside the screen door, which tells me one thing. We are going to be doing a Twagust episode, and he wants me to get on top of it. Much like his daughter wants to get on top of... Wait, no, that doesn't work. They want to make sure they're leaving, so they're stuffing... No, that's not... They're packing. Okay, I can't say anything in here that doesn't lead into some sort of weird entendre. The two kids be Balin, and they are trying to shove all their shit into the pickup that they can because they got angry vampires after them. That's where we are at an hour and 28 minutes going to an hour and 32. That's right. We're crossing the threshold. Final three-fourths of the film. Oh, it's delightful, delicious, de vampires. And we will do that in a three, two, one, boop. Three, two, one, boop. And the sad music lets us know they're sad relieving. Oh, that's right. They're being stalked by pale, long-haired, blonde vampire dude. Okay, so she's just driving away. And then Bella just jumps onto the car while it's driving. And then is like, here, let me drive. And then just like scoots, boot scooches her over. I mean, she should have seen his... He should have seen his face. Oh my god, that's rough. Talk about generational sexual abuse. I said the same thing to him that my mom said when she left him. Ugh. Not saying that, like, cutting off a relationship with any one of your relatives is necessarily abuse. Just the parallels. Okay, so another one that's jumping on that still has a baseball cap. One of the good vampires. And I'm saying good and vampires, relatively speaking here. The ones that are telegraphed to us to be good members. Uh, all of her friends are having fun. They're, they're all getting to have the high school life. But she chose to run away with psychotic vampires to their... Ugh. Frank Lloyd Wright, like, falling water bullshit mansion. Okay. Okay. So... One of the vampires is... 
sort of warning them about the other vampires. They all have really nice cars. They must have like a, an estate that just has some sort of trust of funds they have accumulated over the centuries of just getting like compound interest. Oh, they know that they'll never leave Bella. That's a liability. Okay, now this is getting really complicated because they can read each other's thoughts. So now we're talking about thoughts and we're talking about directions and plans. And I'm honestly not tracking any of it because I'm mostly still just distracted by the looks that they have. So much monochrome. Oh, Bella is part of the family now. Bet that won't come into play throughout the entire series. They just give this one actress, the only thing to do is for her to pout, for her to frown, and to be like, just an instance of Bella of being like, hmm, I don't like that Bella's getting attention. But they don't show her doing anything interesting as a antithesis. It's just her saying it. Okay, we got a... Just over a minute left. He's going to come back and get her. There's seven of us. There's two of them. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be blah. Garage door. More eye, eye contact through an open car window, and they're off. They are off to the races, getting Bella out of there. Oh, GTFO forks. Oh, is she going to catch up with her mom? 30 seconds, we're driving, and there are some vampires out running, led by Mr. Cullen. Why was she scraping up against a tree? Oh, to leave a scent? I'm really confused. We're in the middle of the desert. Are we just straight up driving to Arizona? I've, I've been listening and I somehow miss what's happening. That's where we're at, at a minute 32, is them on the run. Well, they got out. She feels bad about daddy. But really, it's just a lot of action. And the action is just people, like, packing up and going. That's where we are. It's a weird it's a weird Twoggis episode. I, I don't think I'm going to have a lot to say on it. Because not a lot to comment on i mean bella has already gone in on this relationship so that's where we're at i'm so far removed from the maternalistic instincts i felt toward her earlier on and wanting her not to make these decisions now i'm just more of like well what's her decision gonna leave for her like she saw it she saw her high school friends there that she could have been with she had that moment of like well that could have been my life but nope you are on the run hmm very curious. I mean, and even on this still right here, the vampire that's there is the long-haired blonde one that was chasing. So I'm assuming we're going to open up with him trying to find the scent of her, and that's where we're going to be. You know, for all of the eras of time that they've had, the vampires could have spent a lot more time learning how to use technology to track GPS versus using their nose to sniff things. That's all. That's what I'm just going to say at the end of this. You all take care and listen out for me tomorrow. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it. 
because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Episode 24, day 24. It is Twagust, and this is the first episode, y'all. This is the first episode I've not wanted to record, but not for a lack of want for the podcast. It's simply because I am worried I've run out of thoughts about this film and this story plot because I am completely taken on their ride now. Like, I'm done being able to psychoanalyze the relationship. We are where we are. I'm done trying to be able to predict where this plot is going. I truly am at the point where I'm worried that I'm just going to start every episode and be like, here it is. This is the clip. And I don't want that. I want the mystery to stay unraveled. I want to discover new things. But we're at this point where all we're doing is on the run. We're in the weird action-y point where this film doesn't exist well. And do you know why? This film has forgotten what it is. A high school drama. Here's hoping. Here's hoping that we'll get a tantalizing bit of that back in the next part of our episode. We are going to be starting at one hour 32 minutes and going all the way to an hour and 36 minutes. We are like this group of vampires barreling down the highway toward the end. And I worry as I go on this destination for my health and safety, much like Bella does, but also like Edward. I'm driven and I know I'm going to get to the end because I want to protect you, dear listeners, from any damage that you might have from watching this film. I am your shield. I am your Edward. I, Missy Information, have become the embodiment of Bobby Pats for you, dear listeners. This is how it begins. You are now part of my family, much as Edward, while he was dying from Spanish flu, (laughs) became a part of the vampire family. I take you all in, and we are going to go on this journey together, and I will be your sole protector and will order your food for you. (laughs) Okay. I got my mojo back. Oh, let's get ready with the three, two, one, Missy, boop. Three, two, one, boop. We are running, running, running. The vampire is running. Bad vampire. Let's get those words out. I I still look so familiar. I can't wait to just look up all of these people during the last episode, and I can just figure out what all this stuff is. Oh, that was some really bad CGI like, or just a really bad camera zoom up of the mountains community that they're in. Okay. So, oh, did they just say where they were? I don't know where they are right now, but they're at a, just a normal motel, like a, <laughs> like in a Hilton that's decorated in South um, West style. Uh, like we could be in Nevada or Arizona. The tracker changed course. How far away are they? 
Wait, a room full of mirrors. Wait, so she she has visions and can psychically see people. A room full of mirrors. Are we gonna have a hollow mirror situation? So we are introducing all this mythos in the last like three fourths of the film. Okay, so they're just going to be at his school in Phoenix, possibly. That They're just introducing this part now? Well, my interest has ramped up to know what the fuck's happening. Okay. Yes, you two are going to go off away, Edward. A good, non-abusive person definitely doesn't separate one, their partner from their friends and their family to get them alone, and then two, separate them from their own friends and family to get them alone because they just want a controlling situation. Oh no, oh no. Is her mom... Is her mom going to be kidnapped? Yep. Uh oh, this is bad. Oh, now we're doing kidnapping of the mom. Wow. Okay, well, I'll give you props film for escalating things. You definitely you had some stuff saved in your back pocket for me. So why are they going to this length to get her? Is it just a, like, what, you, what is, I, why is she so important now all of a sudden? Is it just they want her blood? But why, but why her specifically? Is it just because she's the main character of this? Some sort of feud? I, not, I'm the motive. I'm now very confused by the motive. Well, and also whatever the seer prophecy bullshit is. Here we go, some narration. I've never given some thought. Oh, never. That's right. I've never given much thought about how I die, which is what she said at the top of the film, but dying to save someone I love seems like a good way to go. So she's already at the point of stage of accepting death. And oh, she can't regret the decision she made that brought her closer to the death because it led her to Edward. She's just being dropped off somewhere dark right now. Oh my god, this girl went suicidal for the boy. This is not healthy. This is how cult leaders start things. It's dangerous. You can't let a persona dictate your actions. And you can't let a persona tell you how to think. That's inappropriate for anyone to do. And we're hitting a minute 36. Go ahead and hit pause on your movie right now if you're watching it. If you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to Radio Free Multiverse. Do it now, trust me, it's the only plan that will keep you safe. Also, go ahead and tell all your friends and family about me and Twagus, but don't tell any of them of your plan to keep listening. Just make sure to plant the seed and let them find it themselves. But we don't want to put that pressure on them because we don't want them to know about our relationship, okay? This is between you and me, remember? This is our thing. And what I'm gonna do then is I'm gonna take you on the journey and next time we are gonna go to an hour and 40 minutes and i'm gonna bring in someone a special guest with me to be able to help sort through all this someone as a leader that i trust someone 
who will bring joy to you and will help you understand and feel safe and secure and know that I really am the person to take you on this journey and I want you to be here with you and I want to be here with you. I need you to be here with me because this is our special thing. And this, I can see it now. It's like a hall of mirrors, but in your earballs instead of your eyeballs. That's us. And we're going to take you there next time on Twagist. Cue the closing credits. Oh, fuck. That's right. We don't have any closing credits. Thanks for listening. Take care. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because... Who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Episode 25, day 25 of Twagust. I am missing information, and here we are at the end, having just recorded my recap, nay, a hundred yards from where I sit now with Nikki Love and my husband, Tomato Tomato. More input, more data on the Bobby Pat situation. And the level of attractiveness, I will give you a slight tease if you haven't listened. One of them likes bobby pats. The other one does not. But which of the two do? Ooh, you too will have to listen. And also, chime on in on the posts on my Twitter, at Miss Missy Info. That's Missy with an I. And make sure to say whether you are or are not for Bobby Pats. You can say Bobby Pats or Bobby Pitts. Is he the Pitts or is he the Pats? You decide. Tonight, we are going to start at an hour and 36 minutes and get to an hour and 40 minutes. We are quickly, I say this every episode, we are quickly getting to the end, but we're really, really on the run now and trying to figure it out. If you remember, we ended with mom napping and something about a high school with mirrors. And I believe we are going to start at that high school as we get things going. We're going to start with the patented Missy. Three, two, one, boop. There is no patent. Three, two, one, boop. Okay. So she's at the high school and there's the mom but it is a TV playing home videos of her as a kid that's fucking cruel oh yep a holomir scene I mean when you introduce a sketch of a hall of mirror scene I expect you to then play that out Gosh, that vampire really went through an entire, like, production number to get her in a corner to suck her blood. And he's going to draw it out, so he's also a pervy vampire. And he's filming it? Wow. An exhibitionist? Jesus Christ. So not film industry exists in this mythos apparently too 
Like, the only reason I'm being more fluent about this is the fact that I know she doesn't get hurt because she makes it to the end of the film. So that's the one thing about films like these when they have stakes at the end that require life or death circumstances, but you know, like, there's more movies coming, so it's like, well, they're not in real trouble. Ouch, that would fucking hurt getting thrown on the floor and having your head hit. Jesus. I had to get five staples because I took a shot from my inhaler and passed out and bumped my head on something, like, lightly enough. But I, it wasn't a huge gash, but it was deep enough to get staples. And, like, she says, oh, don't lick the blood off his, her hand. Okay, she pulls it back. That would have been, like, ugh, the worst blood-licking scene is Nick Cassavelli licking the blood from... Uh, well, never mind. I can't finish that thought because he just stepped on her leg and broke it. And I am... Oh, God. Someone just tackled him from the side. Edward. Yep. Okay. Thank you. That bone breaking breaked me. That's things I don't like. Body sounds like that. Oh, boy. Ow! And slamming his head in a mirror. Again, that's gotta hurt. And kicked through a mirror, but that's the vampire looking kicked through. So we're okay with that. Oy. Okay. So, three. Th three times Edward has saved Bella from a life threatening situation. But this time she's getting fucked up. Like, she's getting shards in her leg. She's getting her hand cut. Like, this is not. Oh, 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 don't do it, don't do it, don't lick it, don't... Oh, no, he bit her, he bit into her wrist, this is... Oh, oh, and they jumped under the parquet floor. Okay, she's bit by him, and now she's, like, convulsing, so... What's... What's what? What's, what are we doing? What's happening here? Okay, gotta slam him into more parts of the set. Oh, my God, oh, we're 30 seconds away from the ending of this, okay... What are you going to do, Edward? Are you is he choking him out? Oh no, he bit him in the neck. Ay 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 ay. That was like a part of his flesh. Fuck 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 fuck. I mean, they don't show it all the way, but like Jesus Christ. Okay, and now daddy doctors here like telling him stop. We don't we don't go full we don't go full murder or whatever. Oh, was he going to feed on him and the guy sucked him? I don't know. Either way, we're ending at one hour and 40 minutes with a convulsing Bella who has been bit by a vampire and I know is going to be saved because she doesn't turn into a vampire but gosh, I gotta think about going into a film like this going, going into a film like this um, during the highlight when you don't know anything like the books, this would freak you out and you really would be wondering like what's going to happen it's, ah, gosh this is more visceral than I thought it would be for a PG-13 movie, but I also have a very low threshold. Uh, like, I was always freaked out by the Nazi face-melting scene growing up as a kid. Uh, so that's just, like, a level where, you know, I've gotten used to it, but I still don't like it. And, I'm, you know, this is just... Cheesy Pete, so much blood. Oh, squib, squib, squib city. Just shooting them off left and right. Oh, boy. I mean, not even really, because they'll, like, cut away from the actual violence. Then they just put, like, thick uh, corn syrup and red food dye on her arm in the pattern of bite marks. 
<sighs> Bella. You really, like... You really, really put yourself through the ringer for that kid. For Edward. You know, let's hope I understand it someday. I'm not understanding it right now. That's all she wrote for this episode of Twagist. Listen to the recap if you have not. And, as always, take care. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Day 26, episode 26 of Twagust. Oh, we are at a wonderful moment full of visceralness. So much blood and gore. This is where we're starting off on today's journey. And it just reminds me of getting beaten by a, excuse me, beaten to a pulp by everyone playing trivia tonight at Grand Trivia with Radio Free Multiverse. They did... Uh, fictional high schools was the subject, and they thankfully threw uh, a question in there about Twilight, which I'm sure they had no idea uh, ahead of time to plan for that. And thankfully, I also got it right, so that freebie really was appreciated. But it also just reminded me, we're in a high school drama. Like, it's the mantra, we are in a high school drama. And right now, we are back in a high school, and our main character is being bitten and mutilated and slammed around and it's very much you know a different approach to a high school drama i will give it that we are going to get ready with the missy 321 boop and starting at one hour and 40 minutes and going to one hour and 44 minutes here we go three two one boop or should say blood oh no the vampire oh my god starting this scene off with a vampire taking the blood of a victim and putting it to her nose like she's huffing uh paint or something is quite the choice <laughs> oh next snap nice yes and he f goes into flames what the well okay i don't know what part of lore that is i'm not even gonna try and Try and question why a vampire burst into flames in this film. Like, sure, why not? Okay, so... They have to make a choice right now if they're going to let the change happen. So, they are... trying to prevent her from getting vampirism. They're making her a tourniquet. So... Okay, again, I'm wondering about the science of this. It is more a question of... Oh, we're going to suck the venom out. Oh, this is like playing Oregon Trail, where you can put a tourniquet on an injury and suck the venom out from, like, a rattlesnake injury. Also, they're just lighting a fire in a high school, apparently. That's... You can do that. No fire sprinklers going off. Oh, he sucks her arm... Her wrist, specifically. And he's trying to get the venom out. But 
I know that this moment had to have been like a weird erotic turn on for a lot of girls who are like, do you want to suck my wrist to their boyfriends and their boyfriends? Or, or I should say, that's how very hetero of me, their partners. Um, and we're like, ooh, suck that to me, baby. Oh no, she's fading. Oh, the fire. She's seeing her life flash before her eyes. And hey, wait, no, we saw the deer that we started the whole movie with. The movie reminding us that's where we start here. Oh. Most of the memories she has flashing before her eyes are memories of her and Edward. That's kind of depressing. Death is peaceful and easy. Gosh darn. What a... What a oh. Life is harder. Okay. That's, what an emo. I didn't realize I was going into a... Ugh. Into a My Chemical Romance song. And she's coming too. And her mom's there. And she's okay. Which I didn't figure they weren't going to like kill off the mom. This early at least. <laughs> Edward's there. He's sleeping. He never leaves, the mom says. And he's like, yeah, we know that. He's at her bedroom every night. A minute left in the scene. Like, what a weird... I think it happened last episode. So within, like, a five-minute time span, they are introducing the problem... Prob, wow. Problem. And then just solving it right away. And I was like, okay, there we go. Which I'm guessing in the book must have been a longer section. But in terms of the film, to keep it like at two hours, they were like, okay, we just gotta like do this. So I'm guessing Phil is her dad by the fact that they said that they're texting. Two, one, zero. Oh, they're talking about Jacksonville and how much he's going to love it. Having never been to Jacksonville, I can only take that at face value. Okay. I mean, I don't really have too much ending thoughts after this because they solved the problem they introduced. She's now at the hospital. So I don't know what's happening next. They killed the one person chasing her. I assume we're going to find out that other things are happening, but we're close to just 15 minutes left in this film. I don't know what other... I don't know what other plot threads we're going to introduce or solve. And I feel like we're going to be solving stuff, but I don't know what's left to solve. I, I guess just setting up, knowing that this movie was filmed when the third book had been out, that they are going to at least leave some teaser or hanging thread that is going to lead directly into uh, the next one, New Moon. But we're just going to have to see next episode. I truly don't know what's going to happen. I'm glad Bella's okay, but I didn't, again, expect her not to be because she's in the rest of the book, so there it is. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not listened to the week three recap with Nikki Love and my husband, Tomato Tomato, you can go ahead and do so. Filmed live from our living room. And also get ready for when all of this is done in four or five days. Um, 
I, I can do math. Four days. Gosh, it really is that close. We will be having a chat with Alice Lee of the That Month Podcast, as I mention in my intro every time. She has a, 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 apparently a, a, a binder full, some amount of information ready to present to me, and I am going to have the tables turned and will be a student there for once and have her tell me everything I did not know that I didn't need to know about Twilight and will hopefully be able to answer some of the questions that I've had going through this, you know. But tonight, no more questions, just answers. Take care. Hi there, I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Twagust, day 27, episode 27. It is a dark and stormy night. Again, another night, or I should say this, another recording, where we're having a thunderstorm, so it might be very much the ambiance we need as we go into the wild world of vampire medical care? Question mark? This one will be short on the ramp up because I just want to make sure I get this recorded before the power goes out, if it possibly goes out. So we're going to start on the Missy guaranteed 3, 2, 1, boop, on the 3, 2, 1, boop. Okay, so mom is with Bella at the hospital. She is okay because Edward sucked on her wrist. And Bella wants her dad, which is... Very nice of her to have a... Again, I just love the relationship between them. Edward just chilling in the corner. I assume steeping in guilt by the moody look on his face. We took care of him. Well, we know what that means. So the woman, Victoria, ran off. I'm being quiet because there's very little that's going on except for him just walking to sit on their bed. Okay, so, yeah. Edward has the guilt of him feeling like he wanted to suck on her blood. And Bella was like, well, you didn't. And he was like, well, yeah, but I wanted to. Which is basically so far... The back and forth between their entire relationship is circles of doubt and everything. Again, again, Edward says, you need to go away. I need to get away. And Bella's like, no, we have to be together. Like, how, is, how, how much of the entire saga is this? can't say such I mean for a good healthy relationship it is nice to not constantly verbalize doubt about it she is correct about that 
whether or not the relationship should be something is a different thing. Oh, forehead touching. Again, so chaste, so sensual. The sexiest thing that's happened is him sucking her wrist and him attempting to mount her, but then springboarding across the room. Which I guess was less sexy and much more hysterical. Oh, she's got a boot. He's dressed up in a suit. That's a nice suit. It's one of those, like, skinny suits from that era. But it seems fitted. Oh, it's the... It's Chekhov's prom. You can't introduce a prom in a high school drama in Act 1 and not have your leads go on it together in Act 3. Oh, one minute to go, and that's where we're going. They, You know what? It's closing the loops. It is doing a good job of threading the needle between a lot of these plot points. I'll give them snaps for that. Snap, snap. Oh, and her dad says she looks beautiful. Again, what a great relationship. And the mom seems like it's just one of those situations where I, you know, do appreciate the fact that there are amicable divorces that happen and they are showing this. Oh my God, there's Jacob with the long hair. His thing is the untucked shirt. And no blazer. Ten seconds to go, and they bring back Team Jacob for me. This is, well, this movie, you're rewarding me. I do gotta pause. Alright, he's adorkable. Well, oh, do you know what? On this image paused, I can see a resemblance between Kristen Stewart and... Um, Oh gosh, I just had her name from Emma Watson from Harry Potter. Like, it's not a dead ringer. Don't send in things being like, what you think they look alike? It's like it's like when Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman were young and they looked similar. Like they're both young enough that they look similar because they also haven't grown into like, you know, they're I think they're comparing them both when they're like high school. Um, growing into their, like, uh, faces yet. But I can see it, so I wonder if they also were just looking at the casting and they were like, we need to replicate this Harry Potter craze, so let's get ourselves someone, start with someone who looks like Emma Watson, you know, just shades off, and cast her. Not, not knowing how Bella is described in the book, I'm sure she was described as a generic brunette, you know, um, vaguely lovely, wants to be loved is lovable but is putting herself in insanely dangerous situations you know as one does i'm very curious to see how the dance goes now even though again i am loathe for a in a plot point that revolves around it but it was such a minor beat you know it's like fine if we're getting away from the wild nonsense of this vampire war for a hot second to just like thread those needles sure go ahead do it film i'm in for it we have wow three episodes left 12 minutes left on this film it is rapidly approaching and i 
I don't know what's going to happen next. I have some ideas, but I don't know what's going to happen next. So stay tuned for that after August. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Day 28, episode 28 of Twagust. It feels like I'm on a roller coaster pulling into the station. We are on those final brake pads getting ready to descend, and those brake pads are a prom, a nice moment for us to, to recollect ourselves, recollect ourselves, to recollect ourselves, to recollect ourselves and get on firm ground. And we are doing so at one hour, 48 minutes. We see Bella's nice soft features and behind or excuse me, from the back of the head, we see the long hair of Jacob. We're going to get ready on the three, two, one, boop. Three, two, one, boop. I do appreciate that we are getting plot points resolved. Oh, his dad wants her to break up with Edward. That being... Jacob's dad. I still, I still like the contrast of Jacob's like messy outfit versus Edward's overly done suit. I don't know how to describe this. Somehow the look that Jacob gave Edward, they they made it. He, like, narrowed his eyes. Oh, my God. Edward just said, oh, it only takes a few minutes and the wolves to send cheesy Pete's. Um, also, Casino Monte Carlo is the theme. Why is Casino the theme of a, like, prom event? Anyways. But they managed to make Jacob stare at Edward seem like a, an animal honing in on a scent. Like... His nostrils flared and his eyes narrowed. It was very interesting. Okay. Prom is an important rite of passage. I don't want you to miss it. Says who? Why is it? No one has been able to explain this to me. I think this is a myth. Just like vampires and... Oh, Anna Kendrick's back. Hi, Anna. She ended up with the um, the one that wanted to date Bella to begin with. I don't know what this song is, but it's very 2008. Oh, they want to... Wow, they just got there. She's gone through a terrible ordeal. And the first thing they want to do is they want to isolate from it. But to be fair... I do not like loud music in crowds, so I would also be outside as well. I don't blame them for that, but, you know, it just follows a pattern. You know, this gazebo 
Oh my god, with the lights wrapped around it. Now I understand every single white girl wedding I've been to for the past I don't know how many years. Ugh, so many string lights. Also, our apartment uh, used to be hung, like lit by string lights as well, so I can't, you know, blame them for functionality. Everyone else conveniently going inside when Edward and Bella come outside. Is that all them saying, oh no, shit, we don't like, <laughs> we don't like their vibes. Yeah, the li the lights, either the lighting or his makeup just really is sporadic throughout the film because there are moments where he looks very warm and I don't know if it is just the lights. She's dying already. Oh my god. So her excuse of joining a dangerous situation is, well, everybody gonna die. She really had her existential crisis early. Like, my gosh. It's amazing that these two have this conversation every oh my god this is the fourth time that they have the conversation where they basically just boils down to him being like are you sure and her being like yeah i already told you i was sure why are you asking me if i'm sure and that's this movie that is this movie over and over and over and over and it just has stripped me of my ability to analyze this as a serious script or a serious attempt at a script because you know show don't tell but also why are the books just this conversation over and over is this what people find interesting i don't know i really don't know i'm curious we have eight minutes left is this going to pull the rug out from underneath me are we gonna have a twist i am curious if this at all sets up for the rest of the saga i am sort of waiting for a turn that's there and it does kind of with the whole jacob edward thing you know they definitely set up the uh the reasoning for there to be further bad blood in the future but yeah otherwise we are at a rather anticlimactic denouement compared to the rest of the film Ending on a high school dance when you've had blood and viscera and high-speed baseball. You know, a little bit, a little bit uh, understated to be outside of a gazebo. You know, just saying. But I will talk to all of you tomorrow when we cover, oh boy, four of the last eight minutes left of this film and i don't know how much of the last four of that is credits oh it's gonna be glorious it's gonna be finally finally freedom from this movie notice i don't say freedom from twilight i say freedom from this movie take care hi there i'm missy information on August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust.
Day 29, episode 29 of Twagist, and I am on cloud nine myself as we are in the final eight minutes of this journey. Two more daily episodes, and then the recap for the entire Twagist project with Alice Lee from the Bat Month Project, and she is going to help break down my journey, all the information that I didn't know, that I didn't need to know, and we will just explore the ins and outs of Twagus. So that episode will be coming out after we record it on Wednesday. But tonight, we are going to dive right in. We're going deep into Twagus. At an hour and 52 minutes, on the patented three, two, one. Boop. That wasn't it. Gotcha. On the three, two, one. Boop. Okay, so Edward opens this with, are you ready right now? And he's getting near to her neck. So is the threat, or not threat, so I always make my decision on vampirism when I go to prom. Oh, and he kisses her neck. One of the sexiest and chastestest parts of the body. Oh, isn't it enough to have a long and happy life with him? That's actually a pretty good point and an astute decision on his part after a series of terrible mistakes throughout the rest of this film to not turn the other 17-year-old into an internal 17-year-old. The makeup's almost, like, gone from the whiteness. He is just in Robert Patterson makeup here. He even has a slight 5 o'clock shadow and those little, like, slight bumps you get just from shaving every once in a while. That is the face of a a vampire man-boy. I was always jealous of boys being able to have their hair kind of go up like not spiky but just have volume that way i have like really um it's really straight up until it's it's apparently now that i'm long i know it's slightly curly but it was my hair just went like um justin bieber slash gay beetle that is what my hair would just grow to look like so there was no way to like get the volume up okay who is this person that looks excuse me who is this person that looks really upset at Edward? Oh, that's, um, what's her face? Veronica or whatever the other bad vampire is. So, okay, wait a minute. This is the end of the film. This is the credits. <gasps> oh my god, y'all. Oh, and there's the apple. Wait a minute. Is the apple just an apple that he caught in his hands at some point and I missed it? Wow, well this ending credits is giving me like a clip montage and it's solving some things that I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I don't know how to feel. I wasn't emotionally prepared for the film just to end on me. Um, gosh, what do I do tomorrow? Is tomorrow a freebie? Is it just my own personal deconstruction before I meet with Alice? I... You know, maybe throw it out to you, the audience. What do you want to hear from me tomorrow? A, a personal recollection best of? Uh, 
my thoughts on any specific subject? Do I need to break down the the appeal of Bobby Pats of of all these people? Okay, it's nice to know the names of these people. I'm gonna feel free to look them all up after. In fact, yeah, now that the film's done, I'm lifting my embargo of not knowing anything about um, these people and the actors and just looking all of them up to get an idea of who they are. I mean, the names are all flying by me right now, but I'm not going to bother memorizing them because it's all on IMDb. I still have 30 seconds left. I'm going to keep watching. Mostly because, again, it is a list of names and people, and they can get some sort of slight... They're all, like, knockoff versions of different people. Like, that that guy looked like not Natasha Leone. Wait a minute. Sarah... Is that Sarah Clark? That's not... No, that's not the gal from... Oh, there's that Twilight logo. Um, well, that's actually at a minute 56. It's the Twilight logo and Edward kissing her neck. Uh, I think for the first time, not this last time here. Wow. Huh. Huh. It's just like done. That was the film. Okay. So I was wondering if there'd be any sort of twist or any sort of setup. Um, well, I guess do you know what I could do tomorrow. I can make sure there's not like an after credits scene or something like that. So we, I can always start the first part. Um, even though I guess I'm not be beholden, behooven to it. Uh. My brain, my brain just like emptied of all its thoughts because it just it can't believe that this is done. Like this foray, like this foray that every white male in their 30s, of which I qualify for, um, you know, I'm queer. So let's add that little uh, asterisk down there. And I'm homeschooled. So like, you know, another little shade to that. Uh, but I, it's just... It's been so interesting downloading all of this that I really do wonder what am I going to do without it? Do I need this in my life? This stability? It's the last thing I do every night before I go to bed. I just download all my thoughts through Twilight, but I don't think I can do every day. That just seems narcissistic at that point. I'm just doing it for me. And my numbers, you know, for the moment now, it is certainly for me. <laughs> uh, gosh, if you made it through the entire month listening to this, like, congratulations and thank you for coming on this journey with me. And I hope you stick around for these next two episodes, even though the movie's done. We're going to have some fun now. I'm free. I get a free, I get a free day to do what I want tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful wild card. Missy is going to be off the chain, off the leash, unhinged. I get a full day to play before Alice comes and schools me on all this. It's like when you get let out of school early, I assume, or when you have like extra time at recess, I assume, uh, or, you know, they're serving like uh, the good chicken tendies at lunch. Which, um, I, I can relate to that, eating at the cafeteria at my office. But yeah. Twilight, you are twi-right for me tonight.
that's all I had. That that went nowhere very fast, which clearly means it's time to dip out and be done. I'm going to talk to you all tomorrow. Who knows what about... I mean, Twilight and Twagus for sure, I'll tell you that much. But in terms of what's going to come out of this gob, oh, it's going to be an everlasting gob unstopper. Yeah, I really need to log off quick before I say anything else worse than that dead joke. Okay, bye. Hi there. I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Three, two, one, boop. It is Twagust. It is day 30, episode 30. You are at an hour and 56 minutes in the middle of the credits, and I am finishing the project out all the way to two hours, despite the fact that the only thing that's happening on screen are names rolling up. And I figured I could use this episode as a nice way to give my credits to the people who helped make this happen. First off would be Alice Lee, who thankfully created the Bat Month project and roped me in to doing this when she asked me, of course, as mentioned in the theme every single night. But it's just been fun to have uh, the knowledge that there's at least been an audience of one out there. And there's more than that. But Alice just uh, listening along and preparing a lot of homework, including reading the book itself for tomorrow's uh, Q&A that I'm going to have with her, uh, just makes this a much more fun experience, knowing that at least someone was going to be listening to my uh, my ramblings and my inane banter throughout this all. So it was very fun. Another thank you to Forrest and Emily with Radio Multiverse. They came in the day before and saved my bouteille and provided uh, some much-needed reinvigoration between, uh, or in the middle of the month, you know, just to kind of give me a boost there. And also, I've enjoyed doing trivia with them on Friday nights. It's very nice to have a regular trivia again. Boom, boom. And to Nikki Love, thank you very much for coming over and for listening to my rambling, despite me keeping you very close to your bedtime, if not over it. And to my husband, Tomino Tomato, uh, the person closest in my life to a Edward figure in terms of saving me from my naive self, my, my moody sexuality in terms, or excuse me, sexuality uh, instead of vampirism, which I'm not saying that you can catch homosexuality. I certainly did, you know, being a conservative Christian, I had to have gotten it from somewhere. I just wasn't, you know, uh, raised in it by, by nature. So I'm one of the few cases where uh, that did happen, and it was very fortunate to have caught the gay. Um, I think it gave me an interesting perspective on this. Oh, wait a minute. The best boy and the dolly grip were both the same person. That was just an interesting credit right there. I have a very special, special episode that is going to be coming out after this. This is simply to finish up the Twagus project the way that it should be done with the final parts 
of the episode going all the way to two hours. But the way that I want to end my portion of it before I get into uh, the, the narrative of it with Alice tomorrow is to really, truly, genuinely give myself the space to think why Bobby Pats. I'm going to do that in a very special way. In a meditative role-playing session in which I will take myself on a journey as a Bella-like figure and see what happens if I place myself into the events of this film and see how I would react if I had my own Edward. We're at two hours. There's more credits, but that's it for these daily apps. Two more episodes of Twagas coming out. And who knows after that?